Chapter 11 of Concise Commentary on the Book of Matthew. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Concise Commentary on the Book of Matthew by Matthew Henry. Chapter 11. Chapter Outline. Christ's Preaching, Verse 1. Christ's Answer to John's Disciples, Verses 2-6. through six. Christ's Testimony to John the Baptist, Verses 7-15. through 15. The Perverseness of the Jews, Verses 16-24. to 24. The Gospel Revealed to the Simple, The Heavy Laden Invited, Verses 25-30. to 30. Verse 1. The Divine Redeemer never was weary of His labor of love and we should not be weary of well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not verses two through six some think that john sent this inquiry for his own satisfaction where there is true faith yet there may be a mixture of unbelief the remaining unbelief of good men may sometimes in an hour of temptation call in question the most important truths but we hope that John's faith did not fail in this matter, and that he only desired to have it strengthened and confirmed. Others think that John sent his disciples to Christ for their satisfaction. Christ points them to what they heard and saw. Christ's gracious condescensions and compassions to the poor show that it was he that should bring to the world the tender mercies of our God. Those things which men see and hear, if compared with the scriptures, direct in what way salvation is to be found. It is difficult to conquer prejudices, and dangerous not to conquer them. But those who believe in Christ, their faith will be found so much the more to praise and honor and glory. Verses 7 through 15 What Christ said concerning John was not only for his praise, but for the people's profit. Those who attend on the world will be called to give an account of their improvements do we think when the sermon is done the care is over no then the greatest of care begins john was a self-denying man dead to all the pomps of the world and pleasures of sense it becomes people in all their appearances to be consistent with their character and their situation john was a great and good man yet not perfect therefore he came short of glorified saints the least in heaven knows more, loves more, and does more in praising God, and receives more from Him than the greatest in this world. But by the kingdom of heaven here is rather to be understood the kingdom of grace, the gospel dispensation in its power and purity. What reason we have to be thankful that our lot is cast in the days of the kingdom of heaven, under such advantages of light and love, multitudes were wrought upon by the ministry of john and became his disciples and those strove for a place in the kingdom that one would think had no right nor title to it and so seemed to be intruders it shows us what fervency and zeal are required of all self must be denied the bent the frame and temper of the mind must be altered those who will have an interest in the great salvation will have it upon any terms and not think them hard nor quit their hold without a blessing 
the things of god are of great and common concern god requires no more from us than the right use of the faculties he has given us people are ignorant because they will not learn verses sixteen through twenty four christ reflects on the scribes and pharisees who had a proud conceit of themselves he likens their behavior to children's play who being out of temper without reason quarrel with all the attempts of their fellows to please them or to get them to join in the plays for which they used to assemble the cavils of worldly men are often very trifling and show great malice something they have to urge against every one however excellent and holy christ who was undefiled and separate from sinners is here represented as in league with them and polluted by them the most unspotted innocence will not always be a defence against reproach christ knew that the hearts of the jews were more bitter and hardened against his miracles and doctrines than those of tyre and sidon would have been therefore their condemnation would be the greater the lord exercises his almighty power yet he punishes none more than they deserve and never withholds the knowledge of the truth from those who long after it verses twenty five through thirty it becomes children to be grateful when we come to god as a father we must remember that he is lord of heaven and earth which obliges us to come to him with reverence as to the sovereign lord of all yet with confidence as one able to defend us from evil and to supply us with all good our blessed lord added a remarkable declaration that the father had delivered into his hands all power authority and judgment we are indebted to christ for all the revelation we have of god the father's will and love ever since adam sinned our saviour has invited all that labour and are heavy laden to come unto him in some senses all men are so worldly men burden themselves with fruitless cares for wealth and honours the gay and the sensual labour in pursuit of pleasures the slave of satan and his own lusts is the merest drudge on earth those who labour to establish their own righteousness also labour in vain the convinced sinner is heavy laden with guilt and terror and the tempted and afflicted believer has labours and burdens christ invites all to come to him for rest to their souls he alone gives this invitation men come to him when feeling their guilt and misery and believing his love and power to help they seek him in fervent prayer thus it is the duty and interest of weary and heavy-laden sinners to come to jesus christ this is the gospel call whoever will let him come all who thus come will receive rest as christ's gift and obtain peace and comfort in their hearts but in coming to him they must take his yoke and submit to his authority they must learn of him all things as their comfort and obedience he accepts the willing servant however imperfect the services here we may find rest for our souls and here only nor need we fear his yoke his commandments are holy just and good it requires self-denial and exposes to difficulties but this is abundantly repaid even in the world by inward peace and joy it is a yoke that is lined with love so powerful are the assistances he gives us 
so suitable the encouragements and so strong the consolations to be found in the way of duty that we may truly say it is a yoke of pleasantness the way of duty is the way of rest the truths christ teaches are such as we may venture our souls upon such is the redeemer's mercy and why should the laboring and burdened sinner seek for rest from any other quarter let us come to him daily for deliverance from wrath and guilt from sin and satan from all our cares fears and sorrows but forced obedience far from being easy and light is a heavy burden in vain do we draw near to jesus with our lips while the heart is far from him then come to jesus to find rest for your souls end of chapter eleven